Today's podcast is brought to you by Blood Vessels, a community-driven experience set in a forgotten era of Chicago's history. Explore and decide the fate of a shadowy world on the brink of a new era, powered by the next generation of gaming technology. Become a vampire and explore your unearthly and dark origins. This game is built on Discord, and each vampire in Blood Vessels is a unique NFT. Owners of the vampires get a unique one-of-one NFT, access to votes that shift the meta story, and exclusive Discord rooms. For more information, go to bloodvessels.io. That's bloodvessels.io. Cryptocurrent is happy to announce the AgMe conference. Austin's going to make it. Our inaugural event will celebrate the vibrance of Austin's Web3 ecosystem by featuring a curated slate of panel conversations with the community's subject matter experts, promoting the local culture of innovation and setting a precedent for Web3 event accessibility by providing an in-person event. Join us at the Speakeasy venue on Congress Street for an amazing experience filled with networking, marketing, receive alpha, and enjoy the happy hour party to bring it all home. For more information, go to agmicon.com. That's A-G-M-I-C-O-N.com. Please get your tickets and we look forward to seeing you there. Today's podcast is brought to you by Utopia P2P, which is a unique decentralized ecosystem that solves internet security problems. It ensures the anonymity and privacy of each user. It is built on a peer-to-peer network. It does not store users' data and does not track users' internet activity, does not restrict each Utopia participant's freedom of speech and expression, so there is no censorship. Utopia combines separate tools for messaging, browsing, and even mining in one incredibly user-friendly product. In addition, you can send confidential documents using the built-in Umail. Utopia P2P Krypton, aka CRP, is a truly breakthrough cryptocurrency and main financial unit that guarantees complete privacy protection from any regulatory-related risk. For more information, go to u.is. Again, that's u.is. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today we got a special one for you. So not only is this a game that brings some really unique NFT plays with it, the backstory I think is super unique and one of a kind, and you don't really see this happening even in the web 2.0 space. So I'm excited to bring on Arbiter Rex, who's with Blood Vessels, and he's one of the producers and game leads. How are you doing today? I'm great, Richard. How are you? Man, I'm great. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about uh, this project and, and what y'all have building. But, you know, before we do that, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us just a little bit of background on yourself? Yeah. So I have been working in games for about uh, 11 years. Uh, I started uh, in college. I worked on a game uh, with a small group that uh, eventually made it to console. We made a console game, which was cool. Uh, I joined um, a team here in Chicago after that that made CCGs, mobile or web CCGs. And then uh, we hooked up with Congregate uh, and produced a bunch of really fun mobile games. Um, and then Congregate uh, purchased that company and we came out of that mothership. And I uh, moved through there as a producer and now uh, producer and lead on Blood Vessels, our, our, one of our new Web3 games that Congregate's working on. Um, yeah. That's cool. So you, you've been in the gaming space for a long time. Uh, you mm-hmm. got to go through an acquisition, which is always really cool. Um, and you didn't get to, you know, take the lead on a, a new game. And, and one of the elements of the game is bringing in some of the Web3 elements to gaming. So, you know, what was that first introduction to the crypto blockchain Web3 space? Yeah, so we, we've been wanting to get into that uh, at Congregate for a while. Um, and, and how we do it and what the right way to do it is, uh, was always on the board. You know, we have a lot of awesome Web 2 games, a really great Web 2 space. We have a lot of mobile games. Um, but what was our break-in for Web 3? Uh, we have the Bitverse, which is really cool. Um, but it is, you know, Web 2 to Web 3, 
what's something that's completely web three? And so that's what Blood Vessels is. It's 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 a game that's made uh, to be part of the space from the start. Um, and the idea is to build a strong uh, Discord community that is like really into what we're doing, the games we're making, the stories we're telling, and then also wants to tell us what they want to play, what they want to do with their characters. Um, so yeah, Blood Vessels is, is a really unique project. It's, it's an open world narrative game uh, with TTRPG elements, so tabletop role-playing game elements, and it's all played via Discord. Um, yeah. So I think that in itself is its own unique entry, right? So you're you're going through the path of Discord. A lot of people in the Web3 space are on Discord, especially around uh, community building. Um, a lot of them are engaging within Discord. So you've you've kind of taken that and you've tailored the game uh, around that. So, you know, as I was looking through it, uh, it Blood Vessels is a community-driven experience set in Forgotten Era of Chicago's history, where you get to explore and decide the fate of the showery world to brink of new era. Now. I think just that alone was like captivating for me, but then where y'all going levels deeper uh, is by having like the, the gaming characters where uh, they kind of go into like two different types where you have your apex and hybrid. So uh, can you kind of unpack like the, the, like the story around like what, what is centralized around the game? Yeah, absolutely. So blood vessels, like you said, takes place in Chicago uh, during the world's Columbian exposition uh, world fair. Um, 30 years before that was the Chicago fire. Uh, but an interesting piece of history is that not just Chicago burned that night, there was fires all around Wisconsin and Michigan, there was tons of fires. And after these fires, these vampires emerged. And these vampires are what uh, we are creating. That's the NFT, the character that we want players to pick up. Um, and so these vampires split into apex and hybrid. And the apex vampires are more, uh, you know, Bela Lugosi, Dracula, seductive, regular humans. And the hybrid vampires are, are kind of grody, weird. Uh, they show their monstrousness on the outside uh, monsters. The NFTs themselves, uh, the vampires, are made out of two sets of traits. There's the art traits, so what sort of hair, you know, eyes, background, that fun stuff. Or in the case of the hybrids, mutations uh, you get. And then there's game stats attached to those as well, like strength, speed, uh, intelligence. Those things are used in the gameplay portion, which occurs on the Discord. Um, we're actually developing technology that integrates with Discord uh, that will be able to reference the NFTs and their and their stats and use those to help, um, well, to help reveal the world. Um, the first bit of gameplay we're going to have is called narrative gameplay. So players will be able to take their vampire NFTs into the Discord um, and kind of explore. Um, a more on-rails adventure uh, where they will use their vampire stats to roll dice and determine successes and failures for an ongoing story. And then we're also developing a little bit of a exploration, almost an open world sort of feeling uh, within the Discord where you can actually walk around and check out the White City with your vampire and get into uh, weird situations and stories, uh, hopefully seeding that with more narrative gameplay. And then the far far future, the idea that really excites me is trying to get that tech into the player's hands so that they're the ones, the owners of the vampires are the ones making the stories. You know, it's us right now, but the idea is to have a community that's just uh, building games and running games for each other uh, with their vampires. So, yeah. I was going to say, like, that's just a a really interesting vision. And as you look at a lot of games who are having uh, success right now, 
that have that open world appeal, usually a lot of the earlier stories and, and settings that are put in place, you kind of give this foundation and then you then add tools for them to then go explore and start building themselves. And then they feel empowered to do that. I think it's a unique way of getting that started to where, uh, you know, you have your like traditional game, but I, I, I know I keep emphasizing this, but I think what's really cool about this is that y'all are doing this exclusively through discord. So my, my question around that is what made you make that choice? And then how are you tailoring such a dynamic experience specific to this, uh, environment? Yeah. So the choice, uh, definitely it's a unique path. And like you said, a lot of, a lot of projects use discord, a lot of, a lot of things use discord as a, as a silo. Um, the idea behind blood vessels is to not necessarily silo it, but have everything take place within the discord. Um, so yeah, just trying to have a one-stop shop for both the game and the community rather than having multiple places. Um, and discord offers a lot of uh, it's a pretty fun like sandbox to play in. There's there's some cool stuff that can happen, like some cool tech we can create around it that uh, emphasizes the game, that emphasizes the coolness of your vampire, um, that helps create that sort of uh, exploratory story adventure um, that you see around more traditional like tabletop role-playing tables or um, uh, spaces like Critical Role or um, D&D. You see more traditional stuff like that hopefully happening within our, our community. Um, and just to touch on real quick what those kinds of games are is D&D, tabletop role-playing games. Those are, those are like, uh, they are a, a, like a group storytelling version of RPGs, video game RPGs. There is a person usually who leads a group and then there are players who play in the group, say what their characters do. Uh, for blood vessels, obviously, it's going to be we can't run that for everybody. So we created um, narrative story paths that kind of act like a uh, choose your own danger uh, adventure, where players um, will get into trouble and will have to use the stats of their NFT to get out of trouble. Uh, so what was the? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I got well, that, that's that's a that's a no, that's a really good explanation. I want to kind of expand on that. So uh, for but a, a big craze that's out there right now for anyone who's watched Stranger Things, uh, the the latest season, and hopefully this is no spoilers, but in uh, the latest season they have a, a moment where they play um, Dungeons and Dragons, and you'll notice that one of the lead people are uh, the guide uh, and who's trying to defeat Vetna. And then you see in the game and like in the, in the moment when they're going through that, that's kind of, a, a, that scene is very similar to around the game around Blood Vessels. Would you say that's a pretty good description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are, there will be, an owner of a Blood Vessels NFT has a character that will get them access to Discord rooms uh, that are just for owners of the vampires. And then those owners are able to go on these adventures to influence what adventures are going to come next, uh, tell us what they're into. Um, ideally, we're writing content, we're creating content for the a base that's extremely like dedicated into those players that want to run with it um, and make more stuff. So yeah, exactly. I think the, the Hellfire Club is a good example of like, we're, we're trying to do writ small, right? Or writ large. We're trying to create an entire Discord community of people that are very into these characters, into these stats, into this gameplay and mechanic and, you know, uh, encourage us to build more utility, build more fun uh, game modes. For instance, our communities, uh, every, every day in our community, they talk about hunting. Uh, people hunting, you know, as like, they, like vampires hunting uh, mortals. And there is no hunting mechanic yet, but it really makes sense to create one to help. Like, that's what the community wants to do. They want to do that stuff. And so that informs us about what stuff they want to make. 
Um, so we've added that to our list. Like how can we make hunting actually, you know, within the game, very fun, uh, even if it's just a daily thing, a check-in. Um, we're, we're taking all of our, our game knowledge uh, that congregates accumulated over the years, all of our community knowledge, all of our business knowledge, and kind of putting it into blood vessels and, and these other projects to see like what we can do to create really fun games in this space, like, and, and games that are able to be played like right after purchase, right? So the idea is that once the, the uh, users have their vampire, it's not, not long after that the first narrative story drops, that, it's, that the first utility is usable. And not soon after that, um, we're working on a, a demo for that White City thing that I had mentioned, and then more narrative stories. The idea being that, all right, you got your vamp, let's get them out there, let's use them, let's, let's, let's stunt on other players and show off how good you are. Which is, which is, I think, a, a good approach to it because there's been several NFT products that have promised a game, but the game has never appear, appeared. And we understand, or for, for those who are in the gaming community, understand that a good game takes a while to build. But I think by building the really good game and then by dropping your NFTs so where they align at the same time to where you get the vamp and you immediately can start playing, I think that's a, a good strategy. And I think it will be advantageous for your community. But we've you, you've touched on the word and I have too, and I want to spend time here now on community and how important this uh, is to, to build a, a strong community uh, in general, but a lot of people do it around a discord and for the purposes of the game, since it's being played through discord, your community lives there. So how has it been to create uh, your initial community and then be able to take feedback from that and, and be able to tailor it around the development of blood vessels? Yeah, so the Blood Vessels community was is is, a, is an organic community community uh, one that it, you know we had to start from the base uh, from from nothing. We had to grow. Um, we had to find people who were into vampires. We had to find people who were into horror. We had to find people who were into games. Who were into the Web three space. Who were willing to like jump into another project. Another one that just looks like is this enough? Is this good? Are these vamps attractive? Are these are these things? So so growing that um, from this from nothing to something has been a really interesting journey, just trying to figure out what, what appeals, how do we get people into this? What, what kind of uh, ads, what kind of uh, marketing, what kind of way we can frame vampires that like is going to reach the audience we want? Because the audience we want are people who are going to be very engaged. And the audience we have right now look like they're going to be that engaged player base, but we're, we're growing that. Um, and I, I'm just excited for when uh, we, we hit the Discord with a, a demo. Um, you can actually check out the Discord right now and create a beta vampire, um, which will give you stats uh, like a vampire that you purchase will have. And then you can do things like skill test. Uh, so you can test out a little bit of like what the game means, what does skill test mean, what does this button do, uh, play a bit. Um, but then we plan on getting an a Inferno, uh, sorry, uh, a Inferno is the name of the narrative gameplay that's going to drop on launch. We're planning on getting a demo gameplay out that players will be able to use their beta vampires on in our Discord. So you can just come make a beta vampire, test out the game a little bit, see what it's like, get an idea of what future utility will be. Um, so yeah, just showing the, I mean, and showing is it, so showing up, uh, showing up to your community, letting them know you're, you're logging in, you're ready, you're working today, hosting art drops. Uh, we have an AMA today that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, just being engaged and remembering that, you know, to get your community pumped, you have to be pumped. And over at Blood Vessels, we're pretty pumped about what we're making. Uh, definitely. And, and you brought up your MA and you have a couple exciting things on the horizon. And I believe you have a couple that you are able to share with us today. 
Yeah, right. So our uh, mint date is going to be October 26th, uh, Wednesday, October 26th, in the spooky season. Uh, but not too spooky, so we're not on the 31st. It'll be the 26th. Um, and we're going to be dropping a pretty small pool at first. So only 250 vamps at first. Uh, pretty exclusive. Um, so we're growing our allow list right now. We have uh, contests going on uh, on our Discord and usually on our Twitter um, to grow that. There's a small group that is getting bigger. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are some important... Uh, well, I mean, the, the, that date coming up is extremely exciting. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and so you have uh, a way for people to get on the allow list, which is great, which when uh, they're able to mint, you are one of those few that will be on that uh, exclusive list. So that's exciting uh, for, for everyone that's looking to, to go and check that out, get more information. Uh, you go to bloodvessels.io. Make sure you go check them out and um, follow their, their socials as well. But, you know, Rex, you've been in this gaming space for a long time. You've been able to see how games have evolved uh, in Web 2.0, and and now as they're evolving into Web 3.0, what do you think is going to be crucial as we kind of go into this next phase of bringing gaming to the Web 3 space? Hey everyone, just wanted to let you know about all of the amazing content that we're making for you exclusively over on YouTube. You can stay connected to crypto's top stories and trending topics with the Aftershock. Every Wednesday, join cryptocurrency Steve Miller and myself for a brand new discussion on what's going on in the wild world of Web3. If you want to learn more about cryptocurrency and blockchain but don't know where to start, Crypto Decrypted will cover everything from basics and fundamental analysis to the advanced concepts of technical analysis. Join Chris K every Thursday exclusively on YouTube to get this content. Finally, if you want to take a deeper dive into the world of NFTs and learn more about all the latest and greatest and what's happening in that space while capturing alpha, join Steven on NFT Thursdays exclusively on Twitter Spaces on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you're enjoying our content. And if you're enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, and leave comments so that we can continue to give you the content to keep you cryptocurrent. Yeah, I think the, the thing that makes me most excited about uh, gaming in the Web3 space and what like Congregate's doing with its platform, with Bitverse, with Blood Vessels, is this, the true owner, like true ownership is something that gets hammered a lot with, with this tech, NFTs. But honestly, it, it, it seems like the most exciting thing is having your cool thing and being able to use that cool thing in a different uh, context. If I have um, a sword, a diamond sword in one game, it'd be really great if that meant something in a different game. Um, and more importantly, if that's that game I have the diamond sword comes where that diamond sword comes from, if that game goes away, I get to own that sword forever. That's my piece. And that's not something that um, anybody in the digital space has really had that confidence in for a very long time uh, or, or ever, right? If you played a game on mobile, if you played a game on a console or an MMO, you could invest tons of time in that. And then that just goes away if the servers close because that company doesn't want to make that game anymore. Um, what the most exciting thing for me, like I said, is those, those toys, those bits go to you, the, the user, the player, you get to keep that. And if that game goes away, that's fine, but you still have your trophies. You still have your characters, your whatever that reminds you of that, or maybe you can flip it and actually make a profit on it. And that is, that's exciting. The true ownership of the toys, the pieces of the, of the, of the game parts, uh, is exciting. Um, Yeah. I just just to add to that, I think one of the things, uh, the the trophy piece of it, there there is so many games where I've spent a tremendous amount of my time that I wish I had something that I could like 
personally just be able to go to and be like, yep, I did that. And that was a really great experience, et cetera. And, and unfortunately can't, it just didn't exist. And, and now we have that. And on the other side too, there's, there's people who like to flip, like there's people who go and do a ton of work and would love to flip like this level 99 sword. And then you have this newbie that comes out that's level 20. They're like, Oh, I'd love to buy that from you. They're like, great. Here's my price. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that grind mentality's already been that's all that's always been there for like games, right? Diablo and, and, and other games where you're actually like you go in, you gotta spend time looking for the right stuff. And now you get that piece. Like, what does that what does that feel like? What is that what can we do? Um, the thing that it, like excites me is like so I have that diamond sword, but it'd be really cool if this other game uses that diamond sword, but then another game uses that diamond sword. And if and if and if you can build sort of a an ecosystem that uses that actually that plays with the uses the toys that you have uses the pieces that you have in a fun and novel way i think that that's where that's where the most excitement around web3 gaming comes from from me yeah and and i think that's going to continue to evolve and i think we're just at the beginning of it and i think blood vessels is going to be a really interesting place to start but you know as as we kind of wrap up here man i i, I appreciate all the really good information you've, you've dropped on us and i always like to wrap up with a couple of fun questions um, the first one being, uh, you've been in this space for a long time. You've been building blood vessels now for a while. If you could go and impart a couple of pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first started building this, what would you tell yourself? Uh, stubbornness uh, is tricky and can be a good, uh, a good filler for being brave uh, when you need to be. Um, and it's tricky because uh, everyone says it's hard. It's hard work, literally, because you have to put time into it. But it's also hard work because you are putting yourself uh, and your ideas and projects out, you're trying to see if people are going to come to it. And being uh, stubborn, or at least open, uh, pushing when it feels like you really, when, when the, the voice in your head is saying, maybe we should pull back, or maybe we should try and change it. That's that's the trickiest thing, it's getting getting past that, but it's worth it. The, what is it, the valley of, of despair that happens on the yeah. way to creating a project? Uh, not that we hit it. With yeah, yeah, the peaks and valleys. Not that we we ever got too low with blood vessels, but it just being part of something new at the start, um, like blood vessels is. Uh, it's a new project. Um, the team, my team, working on it is uh, interesting because it's one assembled for it uh, from all of our different groups uh, within the company. So it was kind of a Avengers moment from inside. Um, it's 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 you got to be a little stubborn, but um, a little uh soft accepting ready to ready to roll ready to take on ideas um also ready to say no <laughs> i'm kind of all over the place here uh it's it's a lot of lessons um, yeah but no but they're all critical i mean I, you 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 have to have the conviction and and have the the steadiness but you also have to be willing to take in new information and make small pivots without it deviating completely off the path but enough to get you back on track I think persistence is probably a better word than stubbornness because it, it implies more nobleness maybe in, in uh, working. But yeah, I think that's right. Exactly. I think persistence uh, and conviction, um, trying to tell people what your project is and what the stuff you're working on uh, without sounding too bonkers is, is, is fun uh, and a fun challenge. Um, communicating what we're working on, communicating what the project is has also been tricky because we're, we are um, pitching people in a very unique game, a Discord RPG game with vampires that take place in, in the past. What does that mean? Well, hop on in. It's fun. You'll find out. Uh, it's pretty easy to get in. So, yeah, 
So the, the, the two takeaways be uh, persistent in your conviction, but be able to take in enough information to, to pivot when, when necessary, but also effective communication around what it is that you're building and why people should care and having that be its own unique challenge. I agree with that. Even with people in, in established brands, people are always rebranding themselves. People are always trying to see how have they evolved over time and how do they position it to their audience and what they're trying to do. So I think that's just a really good reminder around always be figuring out how you can, with as few words, be as impactful as possible with why someone would want to be a part of, of, of what you're building. So I uh, yeah. definitely appreciate that. I, I hope, I hope uh, we did a good job of showing that off for blood vessels because I, Blood Vessels is a really, really cool, unique, out-of-this-world sort of thing that we're doing. Uh, and I really want it to just keep growing. I really want it to be this, this weird space that just keeps getting bigger and bigger slowly. Well, it sounds like you're building the community to do it. And if I know anything about the Web3 space, you, you get a good community and it, and it, it has some initial uh, success. It, nothing but upside from there. So excited to see how all it all pans out. But, you know, what is a final thought, Rex, that you want to make sure that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? Uh, final thought. Hmm. Yeah. Go out, check out new things, dig into projects, uh, dig into things that you, you're not sure that you would like. Uh, just look at them, check out things. Um, because you expand your horizons, you expand, uh, the stuff you might not know you actually like, uh, or you might not know that actually interests you. Um, so dig in, expand, uh, look around um, projects, people, places, everything, media, dig into things uh, and enjoy it. For sure. I think that's a great final thought. Uh, I know I'm trying to always expand my horizons and, and, learn new things and be around new people just to, to get changing perspectives. And uh, you never know how one conversation can change the, the path of your life and, and what interests you. So I think that's a great final thought, Rex. Uh, again, for all those who are listening to learn more information, make sure you go to bloodvessels.io. Uh, but Rex, what are some other ways that people can learn more and also connect with you? Yeah, we're on, um, we're on Twitter. We're on Discord. Uh, we're at uh, bloodvessels.io, Discord at discord.gg forward slash bloodvessels. Uh, we're on Twitter, bloodvesselsnft, and medium, bloodvessels.medium.com. Um, which are all great places to check out the art, to check out the lore, uh, join the Discord, make a beta vampire, start rolling some dice, interact with our community. Um, yeah. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks for all the information. And of course, to everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. This show and any other cryptocurrency production is exclusively for informational purposes. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. 
Today's review comes from LVU504. As someone who is new to the cryptocurrency world, this podcast lays out the information where it's easy to understand. I recommend anyone who is interested in learning more to check out this podcast. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. We would like to give a special shout out to our moon sponsor, Acacia Digital. Acacia invests in partners with early stage blockchain companies who are solving complex problems in large markets. Acacia partners with projects that have established technology and communities. Acacia supports public projects exhibiting strong momentum and capacity to grow into large markets. Acacia also directly participates in limited releases such as NFTs tied to unique experiences, access, or products. For more information, go to acaciadigital.io. Again, that's acaciadigital.io. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to deritterproductions.com.